When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Come on. Are you ready? Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. Squirt bottles seem so mean. It does, but that's what you're supposed to do. I've also tried that on my kids. Works great. Yes. I think that I would be too stunned to speak if someone squirted water in my it face. It is startling. It really is. You're just like, ah, what are you doing, man? But it gets your attention. Dave and Mahoney. You need to send Mahoney back home. He's still sick. I think you are also sick, sir. He's still sick. Was that actually the cold calling? <laughs> it was. That was the Mucinex monster. He was like, send him back home so I can take him. And Mahoney. Is that a Metasaurus? Man, I wish I wish, I wish that was my nickname in college. <laughs> you would have a shirt that would legit you, just say Metasaurus. Metasaurus. And then Dave, like, no, Dave, Dave's more of a Pegasaurus. And now, this is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends, and thank you for joining us on this Monday. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show? What's the bad news? Not the cheese. Anything but the cheese, man. I feel like there's been stories like this too much recently. Raw Farm has voluntarily recalled three of its raw cheddar cheese products after the CDC identified 10 people from four different states. Right now, we're at California, Utah, Colorado, and Texas that have all been infected with E. coli thanks to eating cheese. I mean, you know what? I don't care how much E. coli is out there. I'm going. I'm raw dog of that cheese all You're day. still going for it? Babe, we got to lock it raw. What, uh, what kind of cheese form <laughs> is the best? Is it shredded cheese? Is it sliced cheese? Is Solid block cheese. Block cheese. Block cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then because you could do whatever you want with it after that. I don't know. I think my hierarchy goes block cheese Uh and then, because yeah, you can do whatever you want with it, and then shredded and then slice. What about string? I always buy string cheese and it never gets eaten as fast. Like I think whenever I'm craving string cheese, it's like for that one string cheese. You know, they like, have that one string cheese that's better yeah, than all the other ones. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. And it's also always comes in a pack of 100, and I'm never craving 100 string cheeses. See, I'm the, I'm the other way. Like, that's just not enough because all of my kids eat string cheeses. I'll just find those little plastic string cheese condoms all See, over my house. See, your family has six. Yeah. So that yeah. goes by quick. I'm, I'm, my wife was talking about that last night. She's like, man, we buy so many groceries. I'm like... You know it's just going to get much, much, much worse before it gets better, right? Oh, my god. Well, gosh. I mean, luckily you have girls and not four boys. boys. Still, you four, know, you, four growing anythings. Yeah. You go but, through some stuff. You know, four, like and the it's problem, not like what your parents had with, you know, five, five boys. boys. Like, no, it, but there's also this this whole thing about trying to find the right portion size. Of this. I was just going to say there's there, so much waste. There's so much waste because you don't know which kid is really that hungry who's been snacking constantly throughout the day. I literally just had a conversation with my mother the other night, and I was like, look, I made... You know, pasta and sausage, and the only thing that I'm missing is the garlic bread and my stepdad yelling about whether or not we were eating too much or too little because he could never gauge how much garlic bread to make. It was like, do I make 24 pieces of garlic bread or do I make six? Because you never know with kids and how hungry you are. That's so funny, Dave. Core memory unlocked. 
Some uh, some good news today as well. The Superdome in New Orleans is going to be hosting the Super Bowl next year, and they decided that they are going to put a whole bunch of money into renovations. Superdome, pretty old, celebrating its 50th year next year, and it's going to be the 11th time hosting. And how many hurricanes has that bitch been through? I mean, a lot. And a lot. Also, I mean, it's the 11th time hosting the uh, the Super Bowl, which is tying Miami for the record. Does this seem lazy to you? Is it to you guys or what? Uh, but, you know, but from what I understand, everybody who's in media you know, says that New Orleans is one of the absolute best cities in America to continue to host no, the Super Bowl. because Everyone has they, a blast when they go to New Orleans right. for the Super Bowl. But if you recall, the last time the Super Bowl was there, the lights went out. Do you remember that game? I do, yeah. yeah. That was, it was, at the, uh, uh, was that the Patriots comeback? It may have Verse been. Now, against the Falcons? Ah, man, I don't know. So who pays for these renovations the for the for the stadium? I don't know who owns that one. It might be the city, you know, if, or if it's privately owned. It, but my guess is, like, at this point, like, who, who what privately owned outside of AT&T Stadium is not right. getting, like, taxpayer dollars? $500 million in Ooh. renovations, which doesn't seem like that's enough time, does it? I mean, if you're doing $500 million worth of renovations, like... Did you already y'all, start? Y'all have less than a year? Like, you better, yeah. better get to work. It's the Dave and Mahoney Show. So I don't know if this makes me a bad dad yes. or a really good dad. Mm. Stolen valor, I'll admit it. It is what it is. So we had <laughs> our our associate producer, Megan, in last week, and she was doing some shadowing with Chris, our executive producer, and just kind of learning some of the, the tricks of the trade because uh, she's relatively new in that role, and she's doing such a great job. But the thing about her, and I don't know if you guys work with anyone like this, but she is just such a delight to have around, and... She really doubled down on that when every single day that she was here last week for four days straight, she brought in a different homemade baked good. So she had to actually go through because she traveled here. So I thought she was in an Airbnb because I was like, how are you cooking all of this stuff? At you know, before you come in to work in the mornings. Rice Krispie treats, muffins, little snickerdoodle cookies. She went into the kitchen on Sunday at her house and cooked all of that preemptively knowing and was trying to target like everything that, you know, Mahoney, she knew, loved Rice Krispie treats. So she wanted to make sure she cooked something for everyone that would delight each person. And I thought that that was so thoughtful. And for her to go through and make sure she did that before she even traveled was so sweet. And this this is two. She's what, 22 years no, old? No, she's 23? 20. Dot. Oh, she's not 20 even 21? Flat. She's 20. I thought she was 22. Nope, she's so 20. So she's, you know, and this is why anybody who says, like, the younger generation doesn't have a work ethic hustle, and man. blah, blah, blah. It's like, nope, man, no, it. there's lazy people and there's hard workers in every generation. And I love seeing somebody who reminds me of me. Of yourself. At 20 years old. you were a hard worker at 20 years old. So I got here. But... Now, you once you, make, when once you make it, then you coast. Dave. <laughs> <laughs> that's well, a, that's, well, that's s- what you do. Same. I always fancied myself to be the hardest worker in the room, but now here I am just stealing valor. So she would bring us these treats, but Mahoney, you recently started a diet. I did. And so, you know, everyone would go around the room and, you know, Audrey would normally have one or something of whatever she brought well, in. I'm not going to not eat it if she took the time right. to, you know, cook it. Of course. And, and you they're love, all great. And you love sweets, Dude, too. I just You're, love, you I love food. You and I both love sweets. And I'm Chris not would shy. have one and then we'd give one to a couple other people that worked here at the radio station and stuff, but there would always be plenty left over. And so I just decided, well, this is a good opportunity to make my kids feel like they're loved, even though I didn't do anything per se other than be at work when somebody else was bringing in the treats. And so she's like, why don't you take the rest of these home for the kids? And so I kind of omitted the fact that somebody else made them. I just said, Daddy got these for you at work. They're too young to have an understanding of who Megan is. Why, Why... 
cloud up the situation with the details. It's going to bore them anyhow, you know? Oh, and so they- You're a villain. I know. And so they honestly <laughs> thought that I was at work. Just making muffins. Because they've been here, and we actually have a kitchen right outside of the studio. <laughs> they thought so you were making muffins at work? Yeah, like I'm in a home ec class, <laughs> making them muffins and Rice Krispie treats and everything at work, little snickerdoodle cookies. And I'm, I'm asking him, I'm like, do you really like those? Yeah, Daddy did a good job with those, huh? No, you did not. You're not doubling down. <laughs> Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. I got a message for you. Leave a message for the Dave and Mahoney Show anytime by calling 833-YO-DUMMY. That's 833-963-8669. There's nothing worse than a friend asking you to help them move. Message deleted. You know, there's a, a friend of mine that when I was growing up was the the friend that always had the truck. Mm-hmm. And boy, was that a mistake. Oh, yeah. I feel as you get older, it's not nearly as common that your friends are moving every couple of months. Just because, you know, a lot of people are, start to settle down a little bit. But man, if you're in your 20s and your 30s and you're always constantly having to move. Because Mahoney, you actually didn't seem like you used to mind it. You just got burnt out on it. I did. I, I moved a couple of our friends many, many times. I think between the ages of, uh, let's just say, 18 and 29, I probably moved 20 different times for people. Between, my, like myself, I moved like two or three times, but like other people, you know, many, 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 many times. And yeah. it's just, that was it, man. Like, I've just, like, there was one moment, like, when we were helping our friend move his girlfriend's stuff. I helped him move one more time, but like, we were moving his girlfriend's stuff. Moving this giant treadmill, moving this wardrobe, and I was just like, never again, man. Is it? Yeah. Like this is like there is no need for this. Like I, I will go into debt. I like that you're not a hypocrite about it though. I like that you have decided you're never helping anyone move again and you never ask anyone to help I've you. I've never move. asked anybody to help yeah. me move ever, and I never will. I, I just won't because I hate it that much. And I'm almost I almost have everything out of the old house into the new rental. Like oh, I, you still don't? You well, say it's still a work in progress? I mean, there's, like, I think I've got, like, a my air fryer, like, a coffee machine, like, trash cans, uh-huh. and, a, and a vacuum or something. So I maybe think one left. or two I'm, more t- trips. I, I think today is, uh, after the show today, I'm g- grabbing everything else, and uh, it should be completely done. But then the unpacking part is supposed to happen, and I don't know if that's ever going to happen. I don't think it's Like, I'm going to just set up my computer, and yes, then that's, that, I don't. That, that's it. I don't care. <laughs> You're in this. Like a, you're in this temporary house for like six, six months. Six months. You're just yeah, unless you absolutely need it, they ain't getting unpacked. Like why? Why would you? Why would I want to even bother? Please leave a message after the tone. Yo, dummy! I just completed 16 days straight of 12-hour days, half days, eight to eight. It was wow. a marathon, and what kept me going was you guys. I just want to say thank you. I love you guys. Message deleted. Did you listen to us 12 hours straight? Oh boy, for eight is, days. That is a mistake. That, that is, is a horse. I think you might need to check yourself in somewhere, man, because that just listening to us on loop. If you listen to us for 12 be, hours a day, uh, that that's called torture in most countries. <laughs> At the Geneva Convention, outlawed that. He's like telling secrets that they're not even asking for. I hope like you workplace got, secrets. Like I hope you got paid though. Sixteen straight twelve hour days, dude. When you're when you're staring down the barrel of that, and you know that you've got a long haul where like every day is gonna be just eight to eight. Yeah, but I mean, do you get or, off work after that? I mean, like I usually so. that would be in like t- the medical field, but I mean, you would get like two weeks off. It sounds like he hopefully. You know, was at the end of it and get some time to relax because that's. I that's hope brutal. so, man. Shoot, buddy, bro, you were you you. Would you just be like a server and like chose that life? 
like just chose to do like doubles every day. Oh, that guy in the last week just worked more than Mahoney will this month. That guy in a day works as much as I do in a week. <laughs> Please leave a message after the tone. I just saw a bumper sticker and it made me laugh. It says, some people need a high five in the face with a folding chair. What do you guys think about that bumper sticker? Message deleted. I say bring back bumper stickers. Bring back bumper stickers and hitting people in the face with folding chairs. I'm here for both. I mean, that's just, you're, the more I the more I watch, you know, old school wrestling, oh. I understand why most of the wrestlers died in their 40s now. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, it's probably not great to take a whole bunch of folding chairs to the head. Like, there's a website. CTE. There's, but, a, you know. there's a website that's dedicated to, like, wrestlers of like the 60s 70s 80s and 90s yeah and you'll just be shocked at They're like all dead. how many died young hey man here for a good time not a long time you know like those guys live no days yeah, yes <laughs> if you die it doesn't I'm, matter how much you've done if you die at 35 i'm man. saying as, as a, a, a delighted eight-year-old boy who was watching dudes get hit in the head with a folding chair like not kind of hit like boink hit like it sounds like a football hitting an upright I'm just saying, I appreciated your art. It See, delighted I me. thought the whole time until I watched Iron Claw, or Iron Claw and was devastated by that news, um, I thought that it was actually all fiction. Like, I didn't know that they were actually meeting chair other. to face. Yeah, yeah. I thought that they were just like, oi, 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 oi. Yeah, anybody who calls just, like, wrestling fake, yeah. like, I mean. Go to a wrestling practice, and it is metal. Like, what the, the, these dudes put their bodies through, it is unconscionable. It's basically like all of, some the, of the promoters to that, continue to like just you know, make money off of the, the, the their literal uh, uh, blood, sweat, and tears. It's like the guys that didn't make the cast of Jackass. Like they're out there actually doing this stuff and the, the crazier you are, the higher the odds yeah. are that you're going to get into one of the big leagues and make a bunch of money. Isn't that funny? Jackass is just the unroided version of the WWE. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> this is David Mahoney. Glitz, glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. If you are big into Adam Sandler in dramatic roles, there is another opportunity for you to check that out. Spaceman, starring Adam Sandler, is a psychological sci-fi film exploring the challenges of a solo mission to Jupiter and the strain on his marriage. Um, I'm not a space movie guy, so I'm probably going to pass on this one. I'm not a space movie girl whenever Adam Sandler is involved. He I does just pretty can't good t- with his dramatic roles, though. I just, I just can't because the Netflix Adam Sandler is different than major motion picture Adam Sandler. But this is this is a major it's, motion picture for Netflix. So it's who, who, just do we know who's directing the, it? The two worlds are coming together. Uh, let's see. No, I don't think that it says. Let me look. It's who, probably him. No, I don't, I don't. I don't think it was him. But it's a dramatic role, and it's Adam Sandler. And most people don't know this. Uh, this is actually a sequel to Uncut Gems. He has to go to outer space to uh, get rid of his gambling debts. Gotcha. Yeah. Or no, they sent him to outer space because he couldn't get his gambling debts right. together. They said, you know what? This is how you're going to repay us by outer spacing yourself. Uh, but the uh, the film presents what they call a believable space flight, no. satri- uh, satirizing corporate sponsorship and space travel, and introduces. Um, all sorts of stuff. Like a little alien spider, I guess. See, so. dude, this is what know. I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. Adam Sandler is one of the ones, kind of like The Rock, um, that have sold themselves to Netflix. And you're going to see, and why we've seen over the course of the last, like, six years, the Adam sandler sans on Netflix. He's great. I love him. I do not like a lot of these movies that he's come out with. It's like you get one in five out of the movies. The one that he did recently with his daughter, You're Not You're Uninvited well, to My Bar Mitzvah, was great. Dave, Audrey. But I don't know about this. Let me throw this out at you. So this guy uh, who's directing it, his name is Johan Rednick. 
Uh, is it Johan or Johan? Johan, maybe. He's, yeah, he is, so he's Swedish, but he's a, he's done a bunch of music videos. So he was a music video director, did Madonna, did Chris Cornell. Okay. He's done a whole bunch of, uh, you know, like big music videos, but also not really known for his big films as of yet, but... He did do some episodes. He did uh, three episodes of Breaking Bad. Okay. He's done an episode of The Walking Dead when it was good and many episodes of Vikings. Okay. Oh. I so, love Vikings. I'll tell you this, man. I, you know, when also it comes writing. to Adam Sandler, I actually do like his serious roles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I think this is something I'll, I'll definitely you give it. You like his serious roles on Netflix, though. Netflix is just kind of a flopper for me whenever well, see, it comes to film. I mean, it's, at this point in time, I mean, they're not. this wasn't specifically produced for Netflix. Netflix was the one who got the rights to it. So mm-hmm. I think that's a little bit different than, like, the Adam Sandler movies for Netflix. I, I, I will see. You know, like I said, Punch You're Drunk Love, Uncut Jim, the, you know, those. I haven't seen the. Spanglish. The, uh, I don't know if that was a serious one. I would what? say that click. Was drama. Yeah. Click was drama. Uh, click was so serious. Emotional. Oh, yeah. So I don't know if you guys saw the, uh, the the SAG Awards. Pedro Pascal won Best Actor in a TV Drama from uh, from SAG for The Last of Us. Nick Offerman also won the Spirit Award yeah. as well. I mean, I think that episode of The Last of Us with Nick Offerman best. may be the best episode of television I've seen in a decade. I had to stop because I was like, it can't get better. It doesn't get better than that. <laughs> I mean, as somebody who big... knows the game, yeah. like, it's like, oh, you're just gonna, you're just, if you want to be gutted over and over and over and over again, The Last of Us is for you. Do I you mean, do you find yourself doing that with shows where it's like, there's no way that this can peak after this moment and then keep, I just yeah. leave it. You're, I just leave it. Done? I left yeah. it there at episode, what is that, two, three? Like three or four? Three. I said, mm-mm, there's no way. I did the same thing for Euphoria. There was a there was an episode and I was like, that, there there can't you cannot come back from this moment. Audrey treats every single piece of programming she watches like it's a porn video. Like I believe that was a climax. I'm out. <laughs> can't close that tab fast enough. We all got there together though. We did. <laughs> You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. So I got rejected this weekend in a way that I could not handle. Well, rejection's hard as it, it is, is, Dave, it and is. you are a person who loves to be affirmed. Mm-hmm. Words of affirmation, you Big love. So whenever somebody says the exact opposite, I can understand the cringe. Were you playing I, basketball? I was not playing basketball. Did play some basketball this weekend because my brother was in town, and he likes to talk trash about how awful of a basketball player I am. You guys 10? Played horse, beat him two out of three games. In your face, James. Boom. I just love that, that you are still, still a brother. Still. You are still all these years. an older brother. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is James 40 yet? I hope he's 40 next year. Okay, yeah. so you're still like, you're just 100% like, yeah, dude, I still got it. Yeah. <laughs> Both of you just going to play horse? I knew he was coming into town, been practicing six hours a day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but so he was coming into town. We had an event that we had to do on Friday night and did that. But then on Saturday... We had a very specific plan. So my my daughter, Olivia, had her very first t-ball practice of, of the year. And then we had a brunch set up afterwards. And it's a place that I've actually told you guys about that I like quite a bit. And there's eight of us in total. Mm-hmm. So there, it's a, a lot. It's a big party. But I have the res, re, uh, reservation set up for 1030. So that way we get done with the t-ball practice. Everything is right on schedule. I'm just, you know how I love when a you plan love a goes plan. according. Should you be like a rundown for the weekend? No, but because we have, it's important when we when we when you have a party that size, mm-hmm. you have to make reservations, especially yes. if you're talking about a a breakfast place. And this is a yeah, a you can't just popular. roll in with ten people. And so, you can you we, just won't get sad? 
the, the three things that we had planned, really, because everything else is pretty loose, but we knew that we were going to go out to dinner, so I made a dinner reservation. Mm. We made a breakfast reservation because we knew that we wanted to do that, and then the T-ball game, and that's that's kind of it as far as the plan. That's went. a busy day. But it's a pretty busy day. We get to the breakfast place. I walk in, and I go, hey, reservation for eight of us at 1030. And they go, did you say Dave? I'm like, yeah, Dave. And they're like, we don't have a Dave in, in here. I'm like, well, you should. I went, Hah, I have planned for this. Because I did not want this to happen. So I said, look, here is an actual picture that I took of the confirmation of the reservation at this time with the confirmation number. Ooh, you got receipts? I got receipts. I took a picture of my computer screen after I took it, and they go, yeah, there must be something wrong with our system or open table, and we don't have it. (gasps) And so I just kind of stood there and went, okay. Like, I'm obviously showing you the confirmation number. Mm Mm-hmm. And it shows the restaurant. I'm at the right restaurant. Okay. The party size, the time, all of that. And they just went, yeah, I mean, we could put you on the list, but it's going to be over an hour. Oh, no. And I just was kind of blank, like dumbfounded. Wait, wait, I'm like, wait. what are you doing? Are you kidding me? You're going to make me get in the queue? Yes. You're going to make me get the in the line? queue at the back at of the, the line? At the back of the line. Oh, that's bad. With how many? With four little kids? With four little kids. And there's a total of eight of us. And uh-huh. so it's impossible and so, of course, we're like, well, no, we're not just going to stand here for an hour plus oh while you figure this out. So we leave. And also, why I was, would I want to give you my money right. after you can't I'm, work your reservation system, apparently? I'm never coming back. Never. Like, that's it. No, like, that's, screw you, you, you are burning this bridge yeah. forever. You going to say the name? No, I, I, I feel like that's kind of self-serving. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I would tell with Chris last I week. I know. That's because I recommended it to you guys because I had such a good experience last time that I went. And they just totally, this chick that was the manager there just obviously did not care at all. And I mean, I get it. You're busy already. You don't really need us as customers. But that's pretty bad when I bust out the receipts and still there is. Maybe you, you photoshopped it. Queue. Oh, maybe I photoshopped maybe you photo- it. Yeah, maybe you, you, you planned <laughs> yeah. for this moment and uh-huh. you created this there fake was a reservation. confirmation number that came along with it. Mm-hmm. So Dang, there was that's that. That's so upsetting, Dave. And so what did you do? You've got 400 kids. You have a party of eight. Where did you go? People in town. And so we went to downtown Gilbert. We went to the place called Snooze and waited about an hour and a half to get in there. But I really showed them at the other place. <laughs> Because you had a so, dinner so I drove, car and drive I would go like right there minutes. and then wait an hour No, but that's the, that's, the, that's the thing to do, though. Like, because if you forgot my reservation, I'm 100% my business is going somewhere else, even if I have to wait. It's just principle. So, but I mean, I, I don't point. know if you're like me, where usually, like, I am a person who will give chances. Do you go back? I don't think so. Oh, really? That was a big enough but time I'd for really, you? But I really, really liked the place as well, like the previous time that I'd gone, so it's just really disappointing. But, man, you gonna order that, out messed at up, least? that messed up my whole Saturday. Yeah. It messed up the whole, because by the time we were actually done with lunch, it was like 12, 30, 1 o'clock, and our dinner reservations were at 4.15. <sighs> You're not even hungry. Wasn't even hungry yet. Oh, man. I know. I yeah, from a managerial side, that's pretty whack. Like, yeah. I mean, and all of us have worked in the service industry. All of us have gone from either busser to dishwasher to server to bartender. We've yeah. worked all of the that. The story is like, I don't have any solution for you. I'm not even going to try just getting the back like, of the I mean, line. I, I, I get it if bad. there's a wait. Like, but like, you know, you say, hey, we've messed up. We can't, you know, the, the reservation's not on our system. But, you you know, as soon as we can possibly sit you, we'll put you in. But yes. not like get to the back of the line right. like you just walked Boo. in. Uh-huh. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. How do you really feel? Tell, Tell us. us. By calling the Dave and Mahoney Show voicemail at 833-YO-DUMMY. Man, it must be a full moon. It's Dave and Mahoney, and the girl on the side is Audrey. 
There's also the guy in the booth, Chris. Message deleted. Look at that. Some people know the entire cast. It's not that hard. There's only four of us. <laughs> the girl on the side. Woman. <laughs> you know, right? Madame. Princess. Just saying, the way that you call and uh, and uh, approach Audrey, just be cool. Right? All right? <laughs> Everyone just be cool. Yeah, but I mean, that was pretty disrespectful. It was. Like, on any day, yeah. that was pretty disrespectful. It was funny because I thought in the moment, I was like so tough and like, yeah, she was defending herself. And I went to go like, listen again. Because I thought I was telling my husband about it. I was like, yeah, I defended myself. <laughs> and then I went to go, like I said, listen back. And I was like, ooh, that wasn't as tough as I thought it was. But You're uh, very tough. Thanks. You're very tough, tough in the moment. It's like, yeah. shut him down. Shut up, you dummy. <laughs> yeah, I thought, but it, it's funny because it really adds to the delusion of life. Like, if I were to go back and, because I've gotten in one fight ever, right? And if I go back and think about that moment and how tough and cool, and, or not cool, but how tough I thought I was in that moment, and if I were to rewatch the tape, it probably wasn't as cool. Let me ask you and this. Oh, you're talking about like a physical fight. Yeah. yeah well, no. it, well, I like Every, that wasn't my fault, but yes. Everyone you, except for like Anderson Silva fancies themselves to be a much better fighter than they actually are. Then you see are. yourself on yeah. film and you look like such a bitch. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, like every Never like Dave and I fight against each other, you know, our two boxing matches for charity. You just look at how we punch. And we're like, God, we're in just the moment. I'm pathetic. like, oh, this is great. Look at this. I'm winning, and I'm then strong. I go back and I'm like, so fat, so, not a shape. Let me ask you this, Audrey. <laughs> There's so much Jello. If you were to get into another fight, yeah, I think I've got enough rage. Would you pull somebody's hair? Because I feel like I oh, would yeah, you love, gotta grab the hair. Like that's my problem. Like fighting another man. Like men don't have hair that's long, really long enough traditionally for me to grab. Or what if you did pull his hair and he's like, oh, <laughs> see, yeah, and he starts like moaning. Just get sexy. <laughs> I think that yeah. I really want to pull some hair. Like I like like I'm I'm here for nut punches and hair pulling. Like <laughs> small joint manipulation. Well, because if you're up. not gonna do it, the other person might. And yeah. that's where that's where I feel like people are like, well, that's cheap. Like grabbing hair, like whatever. It's but a fight. I mean, but it's a fight, and it's also there's no rules. Yeah. I saw. Uh, I can't even remember what the fighter was, but I mean, he was like, if I'm going to get in a street fight, and if I am going to like, you can't tap out. I'm not. You're not gonna like. You were just punching me one whole second ago. Like there's no tapping out on the streets. Right. Like if a girl were to grab my hair and then I were to grab hers back harder and she's like, Owie, stop! And like, oh. like tap out. I'm no. pulling your hair out. Like, you were going to have <laughs> yeah. pieces missing. And your lash extension. That's actually what I'm, I'm going to grab me. a bitch by her lash extensions. <laughs> 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 the greatest fighting game it hurts her pocket. of all time, I mean, is Street Fighter 2, but the greatest finishing move ever <laughs> is Johnny Cage's special move in, in Mortal Kombat where he does the splits and he punches his opponents in the nuts. In the nuts, yeah. And I that is I have held that with me since I was a little kid and I've always wanted to do that. I like that Audrey's like, let's hit him where it really hurts in the pocketbook. Like then you just take their debit card and you break off their 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 post on Reddit nails too. Yes. Yeah. Pop their boobs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like legit. I would I would like yeah, stomp on their their handbag. Do everything. <laughs> <laughs> Cover your ears. Where do you guys find these songs? That's time. Uh, have a wonderful day. Message deleted. The one thing that makes Cover Your Ears a feature that we're able to do every single day on the show is that there are so many delusional people out there that think that they have talent. They don't. Now, not all of the songs we play are obviously bad, but there is lots of people out there who are constantly uploading content that they think is great that is just not, and that makes our job a lot easier. I mean, every day, it is a endless cycle of... People just wanting to showcase themselves, mm -hmm. and we appreciate them. You keep going. Have y'all ever recorded yourselves singing just to see whether or not you could sing? Oh, yeah. 
That's the same thing with fighting. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing worse is recording yourself having sex. Right. Oh, God. <laughs> That's so embarrassing. Why? <laughs> or the you solo. Don't you, you lose respect for your partner because you're like, why would you be sleeping with somebody like that? Yeah. That's terrible. It's the Dave and Mahoney Show. Mahoney, you and I over the years have been to a whole lot of MMA events. We I have. mean, I don't even know how many UFC events, but I mean, you know, back in the day when we were, you know, working closely with the UFC, uh, there was just so many cards that nobody cared about, but we did because we were just genuinely fans of the sport. I mean, the cards back then, you knew everybody top to bottom, you know, it was, there was, a, it was just a special time in a sport where it was emerging and it was growing and that you had access like you will never be able to get access ever again. Well, the UFC held an event in Mexico City, and the reason why it seems like the, uh, the I don't know if it's the, the IQ of the individuals that are attending these events has gone down. Maybe they're just drinking more. It's maybe easier to get access. But, I mean, we, we see this at, at smaller fight cards more so than the bigger ones. But, I mean, this is a UFC event, so it's it's higher profile. And so you'd think, like, the floor tickets are pretty expensive. Right. And not normally the area where an actual fist fight is going to break out. Mm-hmm. But we also have to have an understanding that a lot of those dudes that go to those events fancy themselves to be real tough guys. They took one jiu-jitsu class or one boxing class. You took a boxer-sized class. <laughs> cool, bro. <laughs> there, there was a fight that broke out on the floor, and everyone was saying that this guy should have got a performance of the night bonus because he knocked out not one, but two people in like five seconds. That's crazy. Yeah. So he's out there just slugging people dead in the middle of this crowd, but it was this massive fight. And Mahoney, you've actually been on the microphone not that long ago when a huge fight broke out. And didn't you have to leave? Uh, I uh, I left. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. There was a, you know, there was a fight at a, at a local promotion and... Uh, you know, when there's about 20 people going at it, uh, and I'm not sure if there were uh, metal detectors on the way in or not, I decided to leave. You're like, I'm out of here. I'm like, this is the last fire of the night. I got my check. I'm out. Like, hey, <laughs> I guys. I got my check. <laughs> this <laughs> is cool. Did you tell them you were leaving? Nope. I just <laughs> dipped. I just, uh, but here's the thing, man, and, and I think this is the, the you, one of the things about the sport has changed in a way that I don't like is that, you know, I mean, when we were, like, into, like, you, you rewind the clock 20, 25 years ago, even 15 years ago, you know, one of the big parts about martial arts and mixed martial arts was the martial arts aspect of it and the respect. And you you see this and you see, like, the fans are respectful and you're seeing that you're there for the art. And now I feel like it's kind of, uh, there, there's a lot of fans out there who are just in it for the blood of it now. Well, and be, not the because- actual martial arts aspect and what what goes along with the actual competitive, you know, the competitors. Well, that's that's kind of a problem with a lot of the promoters is that they're leaning into guys that aren't necessarily the best fighters. They're just the ones that are the most efficient at selling a fight because they talk so much trash, they say so much outlandish stuff, and you're like, that's just kind of what's going to lead to a toxic environment yep. from the beginning, right? Because then you're propping up all these stupid guys to say stupid things. I don't want to see a guy who, who, who's, who just says outlandish things on the microphone fighting for a championship belt. Nope. I want to see, you know what I want to see? I want to see a guy like John Fitch, you know, yeah. who may be boring as hell, but was the was the number one contender fighting GSP. Yeah. You know, that's what I want to see. I want That's the thing that I loved about the sport back then. That's one of the things I continue to hate about boxing is that we very, even though in more recent years we're seeing the best fight the best, even though it's uh, it's not as 
quick as we would like. You know, MMA is becoming that way where we're not seeing the best fight the best anymore. We're seeing the guys who draw the most kind of, uh, you know, fight the most and fight for the belt the most. And then you end up getting to see a couple of fights for free live on the floor because someone's bleeding on your seat. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. You know the songs, but do you know them when they sound this bad? It's Cover Your Ears on Dave and Mahoney. Alice is joining us today for a round of Cover Your Ears. How you doing, Alice? Doing good. Uh, let the full 30 seconds play out before we make your guess. you got a couple lifelines if necessary. The songs that we have today are all over the place. We have mm-hmm. one that has 912,000 views. The first one here, wow. though, has got 27. So okay. like I said, all over the place. Variety. Good luck to you. Stop it right there. That is from Mark Sings Cover Classics. 27 views. Maybe not a huge sensation online yet, but I enjoyed talent it. there. I enjoyed it. Okay. Not bad. Definitely deserving of more than 27 views, in my opinion. Alice, over to you. Do you know it? I think so. Here I go again, White Snake. That's right. <laughs> Literally the very first memory of my life is what? watching oh the video here i go again from white snake on mtv mm-hmm. like watching like the I car was scene like yeah. one two one or two years old just remembering tawny Katane doing cartwheels on jaguars so why, many cartwheels. why are us guys all the same At like two. our first memory is like horny yep <laughs> i mean Woman literally car. I, I have no other memories <laughs> prior to that i remember distinctly watching mtv sitting in my living room and that because that's on. when your cognitive function just started like morphing together. Yeah. What it a, takes one horny, one horny incident for one, you to go, man. One horny little <laughs> feeling, and you're like core memory formed. <laughs> but even, <laughs> but even still, to this day, forty years later, I never turn. You know, never skip that song. Never turn the channel. Whenever that song's Could on. Could you just really relive your first horny moment? I, I just <laughs> enjoy the song too. I don't know. The bang. I'm feeling feelings. All right, Alice. Sorry to get distracted. Just Here we go. around with a bang. <laughs> on to uh, on to number two. Four hundred and sixty-five thousand views on this one. tune if it was the guitar or if it was her or him whatever they were not matching. She wasn't that bad. But how many views did that get? Is she hot or something? Why does this have 465,000 views? Absolutely not. This is a guitar player, a street performer, street performer who just like has random people walk up and sing songs on the spot. Uh, Oh. So there's a gimmick to it. He just stopped her and be like, hey, can you sing this song? Okay. So So she probably couldn't even hear like the pitch of the guitar. Yeah, because that was was a little, eh. And no, she wasn't hot. Uh, Alice, over to you. Do you uh, do you know it? Um, well, I know it was Nirvana. Mm-hmm. Uh, the lyrics were, were rough. Um, Heart shaped box. Yeah, there you go. Great guess. Good job. Good, okay. good guess. A lot of Nirvana songs do sound very similar. So, but she does yeah. sing that 
actually in the song, so I feel like that Still helps. Still sounds better than Courtney Love. Uh, absolutely she does. All right, here we go, Alice. You can actually win it right here without a use of a single lifeline, and that's good because you're going to have to because we've gotten to that magical point where I'm going to revoke <gasps> your lifelines because you're doing so well. Oh, God, Dave. Yeah, no, this is, what ha- this is what happens to champions. You don't need any help. You can do it yourself. From the paint, let's go, Alice. 912,000 views on this one. Let's see if you can pull it off. there's so much fanfare around that because there was a lot of cheering. That is a group of school teachers on stage performing that in front of a bunch of students. And I don't wow. think that the students expected it to be that good. Uh, no. Because I want, like, he's got some chops. He was singing. That yes. wasn't bad. Okay, so 912,000 views on that one. Alice, for the win, what is it? Oh, my goodness. That one was hard. Um, is it Metallica? It is. Okay. Uh, Answer Sandman. Yes. Yes. Can we hear that teacher's run one more time? That was so impressive. Some of the last of the vocals there? Yeah. Yeah, here we go. I don't think I've ever heard anyone cover Metallica before I went... You actually kind of yeah, did that in a really what unique way. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. What? Well done, man. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Mahoney, as your friend, I feel like I need to ha- have this talk with you. What's that, Dave? You did it again, and um, I don't know. I feel like it's going too far. I don't think it is, Dave, because if this was your neighborhood, and I think you would have done the exact same thing that I did. So this was in your neighborhood? This was right outside of my neighborhood. So the wife and I were going to, because uh, I'm still fighting off the old bronchitis. Mahoney's had bronchitis. So I've got a cough for the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. So did you go back and get this diagnosis? Yeah, I went. I did another. Uh, I did another appointment, and so they uh, got the chitis. Yeah, so I've got I've got bronchitis, and they were like, "Oh yeah, you know, it's just uh, a cough that lingers for three to f- six weeks." Nice. So just, Love that and I'm like, "Is there anything we could do?" No, not really. I'm like, "Oh, so yeah, every day out. for four hours." Uh-huh. They're not making you do those uh, those breathing exercises to make sure that your lungs aren't so larger. I, I did my. I did the, like, blood oxygen stuff. Yeah. And, like, my blood oxygen's fine. I don't have a fever. It's just an annoying cough. Yeah. That is very annoying. Sorry, so my dude, wife and I are sucks. going to pick up theirs. They gave me a cough suppressant, so my wife and I were driving up to CVS to pick it up. And as, clear balls? Yeah, those little clear balls. <laughs> and as we were leaving our neighborhood, we're, like, one or two blocks over from our house. Uh, there's this... Mercedes SUV, so like one of the you know the the, the real ugly ones know, that were, that are like like 10, 15 years old. At the ones this that point, are super boxy, but they're not the G wagons. They're 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 oddly rounded, right? And, you yeah, know, yeah. they just uh, one of the worst designs I thought Mercedes ever said, put out, Ugh. considering that they <laughs> are really good with a lot of their classic designs. So it's like I see this thing and they run a stop sign and they're driving like a holes. And, like, one of the things I noticed, I'm like, what? you know, it's in a residential neighborhood. The speed limit's 20 miles an hour. There's a school right there. Like, what are you doing driving like this, even though it is the weekend? Like, come on, man. Like, Let what are you guess. doing? No tags on the car. 
first off, no tags <laughs> on this car. They don't have license Not plates. And as I look into see, like, who's driving this car. I do the same thing. I want to peek. I want to see who that see. person is. I, I have to see who this piece of garbage is. This one kind of shocks me when I look into this car. It's a guy wearing a full-blown ski mask. Huh. Running stoplights, no tags on your car. No tags on your car, driving erratically, wearing a full-blown ski mask. And it's 80. It's 80 degrees outside. And it's not cold outside. This is not normal behavior. Mm. So what do I do? I'm like, you know. Mahoney loves calling the cops. Yeah, he sure does. I don't call 911, Dave. Call 311 I call 311 because I'm like, this just seems off. First off, no tags on your car. You're driving like an a-hole. You're speeding, mm-hmm. you're swerving, and then what kind of maniac is wearing? You're like you're like a 40-year-old man, from what I could gander. Are we assuming his age in this moment? Because you couldn't really see because of his sticky mask. Looking right? like looking like a 40-year-old man. You just had a had like a 40-year-old head. What a complex you're giving head. this person if they weren't 40. There's not, I mean, hey, he's 25. He's like, what? It's not an 18-year-old Wait, head. Maybe that's <laughs> if it was an 18-year-old head, he maybe he was just a really ugly kid, nah, you know? And he was like, I need his like quasimodo. Like, tell like, yeah, may, maybe he was just really ashamed of his looks. Maybe it was a quasimodo. You type can tell thing. this is and a guy. Maybe he had really bad acne. Yeah. And he was just trying to cover his face. He's so terrible looking that he's getting the cops called on him. But Maybe he just had all of these facial surgery. Just lead me to go. You know, I'm like, ah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just going to call and report just in case something is going on. Maybe there's somebody who's doing home invasions in the area. Those are going on. So what do I do? I call 311. I say, hey, this is what I saw. This is where they're going. This is the this is the kind of car it was. And he's wearing a ski mask inside of the car. It's okay, like so, all so of let me things- let me flip this on you. What if it's a guy? who just lost everything, his house burned down. That's why he is a burn victim, because his face got burned in the fire. He's behind mm-hmm. on his bills. He couldn't pay his tags, so they took his tags away. And you're then over don't here drive. calling the cops then on him. Then don't yeah. drive. <laughs> don't drive. If you so try, if you you just trying to get to work. If you don't have tags on your car, if you don't have license plates and there's not a temporary in place. The man's down on his luck, Mahoney. Then you know what? You're going to rear end me? Then you're going to stick my insurance with that bill? Nah, not today. Not on my watch. Oh, my gosh. What what, what what do the cops say? They're like, we'll keep an eye out. Okay, thanks. I don't know. We need to start a bit where this is just the Mahoney watch. Like, where we're, it's like the neighborhood watch, but it's just for Mahoney. Like, all of the chronicles the Mahoney has seen throughout the valley. You're telling me this doesn't. This doesn't set off any no, sort of look, spidey senses for either of you. No, because he's a burn victim. Of course not. The, the dad Doppler is going off a little bit. I'll, uh-huh. be, I'll be fair with you. But uh, now that we know that he's a burn victim, I just feel bad for the guy, you know? Yeah, we'll he's just like, call 311 he, and he's just like having somebody show up at his house. and he's yeah, gonna you have would, to, If you're a burn victim, you wouldn't be wearing wool on your face. You don't know that. I if do you're, know There's bandages under there. Yeah. I burn myself. <laughs> I'm ashamed for him to see my bandages. It's like, do you want him to look like a mummy <laughs> while driving or have a ski mask on? <laughs> Yeah, you'd call the cops on a mummy, too. I like hope t- your house is just robbed by, <laughs> by this gentleman. Dumbasses. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Dave and Mahoney present, Are You Smarter Than a Community College Dropout? Probably not. John is joining us today for a round of Are You Smarter Than a Community College Dropout? Now, John, if you were listening last week, you know that Mahoney was making a bunch of excuses. He still lost the game. It was just a really dreadful performance from Mahoney overall. Dave, I went five for five. I'll have you know. It's just not true. I think it was like four, actually. You got four, but the contestant got five correct. All right. Because she knew the flamboyance was the name of a flock of flamingos. Mm -hmm. I bet you Googled it. John, so tell us about your level of (laughs) education. How far did you get in school? 
I uh, went to a couple of community colleges, uh, didn't graduate, but I did come out with a technical degree. So uh, okay. kind of in the same boat. A man Good after my guy. own heart. There yeah. you go. Yeah. All right, so Mahoney is going to get up, and he is going to leave the room. He is going to go to a soundproof space where he cannot hear, a.k.a. the bathroom. And uh, we're not going to give you the correct answers until Mahoney has reentered. But, John, as you know, we'll, uh, we'll wait until he comes back and gives his answers before we reveal the correct ones. But you have one pass that you're able to use, and I would just encourage you to use that sooner rather than later, okay? I'm ready. Okay, here we go. Question number one is, which city held the first modern Olympic Games? Athens. Okay. The the year where those modern athletic games took place, 1896. Really? Here we go on to question number two. Jeez, it's a long what time ago. 20th century scientist is known as the father of modern physics? Um, Newton. Father of modern physics. Um, you know what? Maybe I will use my pass. A pass, okay. One. All right. Good choice. Question number three, what is the longest-running Broadway show? Cats. Okay. Question number four. It sounds so... It's funny whenever you're just moving along and listening to these, Daves, you sound so... You're trying so hard to sound, I guess, like... It sounds disinterested. I sound disinterested. You, yeah, a I'm little not, bit. I'm not. <laughs> uh, Question number four, in mathematics, what is the name for a number that is not a prime number and has more than two factors? Not a prime. And has more than two factors. More than two factors. It's a factor. Um, it's a... <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, um, polynomial. Is that? Question number five. What was the name of the first ever 24-hour news channel that launched in 1980? Um, cable News Network, CNN. Okay. And final question. What is the largest island in the world? Australia. Okay. Mahoney is going to re-enter the room. We also would have accepted your mom for that last answer, but... What? You can't uh, bring out your mama jokes. <laughs> Here we go. Mahoney, you ready? Let's go. Okay, question number one. Which city held the first modern Olympic Games? Athens. Athens is correct. Like Athens, Greece or Athens, Georgia? Yeah, Athens, both. Georgia. Yeah, yeah. Um, both of you guys got that one correct. Question number two, what 20th century scientist is known as the father of modern physics? Newton. New. Is it Einstein? It's Einstein, yeah. Hell yeah. We just watched that movie not that long ago. John Together. passed on that. Mahoney, you got it incorrect. Oppenheimer. Question number three, what is the longest running Broadway show? Rent. No. Cats? Uh, no, he guessed cats. Both of you are wrong on that one. Fans from the opera. Longest running Broadway That show. still goes on? Mm -hmm. Wow. So, so far, John has one correct. Mahoney has one correct. Mahoney, you have two incorrect, though, because John mm -hmm. used his pass. Here we go on to number four. In mathematics, what is the name for a number that is not a prime number and has more than two factors? More than two? Non-prime number that has more than two factors? Mm -hmm. So a prime number would just be one factor. Would it? This I was gonna say. This question makes me sick to my stomach. 
Non-prime? It is not non-prime. It's a composite number. Both of you got that I've never even heard of that. And John said polynomial, and I almost threw up. What the hell is a polynomial? These dumb questions. Like, I did math. I've been there. I was in. I was sat in the class. Okay, so Mahoney, you got three incorrect. Here we go on to question number five. What was the name of the first ever 24-hour news channel that was launched back in 1980? CNN. CNN is correct. Both of you got that right. And last question, what is the largest island in the world? Australia. Both of you guessed it's Australia, Alaska. and it's not Alaska. <laughs> Stop it. Australia is an island. I know, but what? Greenland is the largest island in the world. Both is Greenland bigger right. than Australia? Yeah. So, Mahoney, you got two right. For real? Yeah. Are we sure about that? Which uh-huh, one's yeah. in Alaska? Yeah. We're sure Alaska's about technically an island, right? John wins. This feels wrong. Research, Slot Mahoney. Let's do our own research. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. New message. Call the Dave and Mahoney Show voicemail. 833-YO-DUMMY. That's 833-963-8669. Hey, it used to be hear no evil, speak no evil, and see no evil. Nowadays, the way the world is going, see something, say something. The police are out there to serve and protect us. Message deleted. You know, sure. I see something, I'm saying something. Mahoney's Every an Every time, for sure. I'm calling. I'm calling. I got speed dial. Mahoney will dime you out, man. I will knock anybody out. What happened to you, man? You used to be so carefree, a little bit edgy. You know, you would do a bunch of bad stuff yourself, hope not to get caused. Now, see, but all the bad out. things that I did never affected anybody else. Oh, they did it? No. Mm-hmm. Never. Mm. Never. Never. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just keep telling yourself that. Uh, yeah. I, I, will, I will continue to. Uh-huh. And also, it's not like see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil. It's like, man, you see evil and everybody just films it now. Chelsea said Mahoney the narc. 100%. Yeah. Sign me up. Hey, I've been, I will have you Narconi. know. Narconi. Uh, a Narconi award. <laughs> You're welcome. For the, I, I am probably the biggest narc on radio. For sure you are. Like, you you are committing crimes in my neighborhood. I am calling the cops on you. Period. Oh, man. I'm cutting. If you, I'm, I'm, I'll write the HOA as well. Oh, my God. You would. I know that that's like the top tier aspiration of yours right now is mm-hmm. to be a member of your new, because you're building a new house. Yep. Are uh, you going to, you know... Be an HOA member. I'm gonna of your try. New I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try to get myself uh, and installed into Serve the and HOA there. So for those of you that don't know, there is an award in radio called a Marconi Award, and it's one of the highest honors that you can get. But we a long time ago realized we're not the sort of people that win those type of awards because well, we, we're you not like write submitting. An essay. I was gonna say we're not like submitting anything. Yeah, like, it's, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. It's like homework. But and now so, ChatGPT exists. We could just like tell the the AI bot what to write for to us. To write for us, yeah, yeah. maybe. But we always thought that it would be a lot cooler if we won a macaroni award instead of a Marconi award anyhow, mm-hmm. where they just gave us one of those five-gallon buckets of macaroni no, from Costco. See, that, I don't like that. And I want but, a Marconi. But now the, the Narconi award is something else that we can aspire to. So I think that you just need to really ratchet up your game in narking. You start um, start going around your camera with a the neighborhood. They give us like a Paw Patrol. like going around the <laughs> neighborhood with a camera and taking pictures of all the weeds in people's yards and sending those off. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. You know, like I said, when when it's time to get, uh, when the election comes for comes forward for the uh, HOA, you know, I will uh, You I have will to get elected best. into that? Yeah. 
Oh, my God. How exhausting. Just Mahoney out. Becoming an adult is so exhausting. What do you mean to be elected into the HOA? It's not like you're just one of the people who want to, like... It's a democracy. Is there really that many people that want it? Like, do you have to campaign in your neighborhood? What a I joke. Will. I'll be sh- shaking babies and kissing hands. There you go. Please leave a message after the tone. <laughs> yeah, who is your favorite hot grandma? Would it be Martha Stewart or Goldie Hawn? Mine is Christy Brinkley. She just oh. turned 70, and she's beautiful. Message I deleted. I saw those pictures of Christy Brinkley. I think she's 71, if I'm not mistaken. And she still looks awesome. What about I mean, Cher? Cher doesn't, t- she doesn't age. Nope. Well, I mean, that's really good surgery, I mean, but also, yes, yeah. but also that. <laughs> but she looks amazing. I mean, it's there. people who are that beautiful, everyone you just listed, it's just not fair for the rest of us who are just uggos. Mine would up. be Dolly. Oh, Dolly, yeah. yeah. Because she's got a good heart. Like, I mean, she's out here just making libraries. Like, what, Dolly? <laughs> people don't read anymore. You got a Kindle. Yeah, see, I'm going with one of those, uh, like, 32-year-old grandmas from Teen Mom. <laughs> That's so freaky to think that like I could be a grandma. Yeah. Ew. I saw a meme the other day that yeah. was just like 16, really hit. 16. It, ah. it was like uh, being in your 40s is so weird because some of your friends are grandparents and then others of your friends are having babies and you're like, yeah, yeah, yuck. Yeah. This is Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. You know, Audrey, I really thought you were gonna do it. I uh, went to this event over the weekend for the National Quarterbacks Club. Really cool event because Audrey was, you know, she'd been going through it with this whole thing with her cats and (laughs) talking about how she feels trapped in her apartment and everything else. And so I've I've just felt really bad for you. Just I know you're going through a lot. Yes. And you were, you know, we were leaving the show on Friday. I'm like, hey, like, if you want to come to this event, like, it's going to be a really cool event. It's going to be an open bar. They have a silent auction going on. Just something to do on Friday with an open bar and a whole bunch of fun people. And you said yes, and then you said no. <laughs> Later in the day, you're like, nah, I ain't doing that. I'm she like, got home, man. Yeah. Don't, I, don't I get it. What I say when I am out and about does not does not reflect what me at home believes and wants to do. I woke up at 3 p.m. hungover. From the one beer that we had? From the one beer, because okay. I drank it all, and it was like a 10 percenter, which actually means that it's like four beers. In my world. Well, it was a oh, tall you, boy, too. Yeah. You drank yeah. the whole thing. Yeah, I drank you the whole thing. You finished it. Okay. I did. You yeah. liked that beer a lot. I did enjoy yeah. that beer. Yeah. You liked that. It was really good. So I went home, and I slept, and I don't drink. So whenever I do drink, I get hungover. And I woke up, and I was like, oh, my God, I feel bloated and gross. And I already feel bloated and gross. So this on top of everything else, I was like, ugh. But I really did want to go, but I think I was getting the excitable, like, version of myself because I had had a beverage. Uh-huh. And I was like, you know what? Let me join you, Dayfera, and we're going to have some fun. You're like, I'm going to go find something to wear. I'm like, okay. If I hadn't gone to sleep, I think I would have gone. I mean, the beer probably could have evened you out a little bit, you know, a little hair of the dog, because they had an open bar. True, 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 true. But that wasn't the problem. The problem was finding the motivation to get up and get ready. Get a car. Yes, exactly. Get a ride. All that stuff. Out there, all that fun stuff. Well, so, but you were, (laughs) the reason why I bring that up is because it does seem like maybe you were a little bit bored over the weekend because you d- you told us that you are looking for a new hobby now. Oh, and Well, I'm always looking for new hobbies. We know this about myself. Yeah. You know, yeah. like I am always trying to find something to do. Uh, you know, I'm going to probably start working out again here soon. But, but usually I'm always working out. I do like reading. Those are considered hobbies to some, but that just feels like that's supposed to be a normal thing of a person's life. Yeah. Like you're supposed to read and you're supposed to work out. So those sure. don't really count as hobbies in my brain. So you're I taking just time a step consuming. further. 
where I actually need to find a hobby. And I grew up in band and I, one of the biggest regrets that I have in this life is getting rid of my instrument. What'd you play? I played the trumpet. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, man. And I was not bad. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, I was granted, I played like up until middle school, high school partially. So, I mean, not bad for that age range, right? But I stopped because I thought, oh, this is going to be dorky and I want everybody to like me and feel cool and I want the boys to think I'm hot. So I was like, that that can't attribute to band, which is so dumb, so dumb. I know, because everyone wishes that they had further their musical skills that that hasn't in life, especially as you get older. But I feel like band is very much like, for me, when I tell people, oh, you know, I was a collegiate level scholarship athlete, and then they go, for what? And I go, running. They're like, oh, cool. And not well, even track. It was cross country. country. Yeah. Like, you know, no one's impressed by that. I mean, but there is something like, if I were to meet a woman out and she was a avid trumpeter, I'd be like, all right. <laughs> I thought you were more of a Biden guy. <laughs> See? See, there's the jokes. This is why I stopped. <laughs> This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. They may not have all of their teeth, but they almost have ten fingers. It's the Redneck Report. Dave and Mahoney. To start today's Redneck Report, guys, I've got some wonderful news. Uh, Jesus is back. He has returned. He has. Yeah. Oh, don't say that because there's some wackos out there that will really believe this. Oh, no, he didn't not, say Christ. This, he just said Jesus. This is not. No, this is actually Jesus Christ. But oh. This is not my opinion. <laughs> oh, I thought it was this just is like... this individual's opinion. Okay. On February 18th, a man claiming to be Jesus Christ was arrested at a Target in Florida for causing disturbances. The man, who was, I guess, later identified as James Sweeney, not actually Jesus. Exhibited signs of alcohol impairment, disrupting the store's normal operations, engaging in hostile behavior, including trying to hit some employees and customers. Mm-hmm. Uh, he refused to leave the premises, and that's when the cops showed up. During his arrest, he continued to display aggressive behavior. He kicked an officer in the groin, <laughs> attempted to spit at a sergeant, made derogatory uh, slurs, and the police discovered a mostly consumed 1.75-liter bottle of Skull Vodka in his backpack, oh. confirming the alcohol's role in his actions, and I guess... He also messed his pants. So What if God was one of us? Yeah. Just getting drunk in a Target yeah. like one of See, us. See, when Jesus comes back, <laughs> it's on toast or in oil spills or in water damage. Mm-hmm. That's how I prefer to see my miracles. Yeah, this guy, uh, I mean, I'd be real disappointing if that actually was Jesus. Like, he came back and he's just like, I'll just have a drink, you know. And, and then, then all of a sudden, he's at Target hammer trying to fight and customers. And now we know why he was turning water into wine. <laughs> yeah. Until 1.75. Yeah, turning water into skull. <laughs> uh, so we have an early contender for Mom of the Year. I know it's, you know, February is just winding down here, but Jasmine Moss is facing charges of child neglect after posting photos on social media of her five-year-old daughter working for her business. Oh, I saw... She does waxing. Dude. And she's got her five-year-old kid out there waxing older women. Mahoney, I don't know if you've seen this video or not. I have not. Or the photo. So this little girl, five years old, is like face in someone's genitalia. Like this woman is like knees to chest on the table while this girl is waxing. Yep. Her and it is obscene. And the I mean, comments underneath this were quite interesting because people were kind of like defending the fact that this mom was teaching her daughter a trade. 
And my, I'm like, are you kidding me? There is a five-year-old in front of another woman's genitalia. Yeah, like, what are we doing here? I mean, but also, what's up with the people who would allow exactly. that to right. happen? That's the yes. weirder. Everything about this is trashy it's predatory. and creepy and predatory because, again, it's a five-year-old doing work. I guess she waxed. 24 clients over an eight-hour period. That's child labor. It and sure also, is. You, every person who got waxed, I'm going to say this with my full chest, every person who got that wax, all 24, 27 of those people, put them on a predator list. You are on a list, and you're not allowed around schools, and you're not allowed around, allowed around libraries. You should not be around kids ever again. I don't know who these people are, but I'm just going to go out on a limb and say I'm never going to someone's house, which is where she was running this business, to get my junk waxed. Well, I mean, I know, no, I know, I know a couple people me. who run who have like waxing studios in their but house. But they do have to have a license, which is really important because you can't get a license. True, if you're they under have a 16 business years old for good reason. What are y'all doing, man? You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Oh my God, with these people, shut up. Dave and Mahoney. So there is a big dust up right now, Mahoney, in Major League Baseball, and people are talking about baseball again because you talking about the uniforms. No, nah, I'm talking about the uniforms. God, they're trash. I bought one. You did? I did. I bought. I bought the Arizona Diamond. Backs. I bought the new year, the new season, new jersey, mm-hmm. and it feels like, I mean, I paid, like, this is the authentic on-field one, the $300 jersey, Yep. because, you know, I wanted to support, and it feels like it was, it feels like, an, it feels, I've had good jerseys in the past, like the pro-level jerseys, yeah. and this feels like the worst jersey I've ever owned. So feels like I, one I, I bought at a flea market. Here's what's going on with it is that uh, the reason why it's not just controversy with people that are fans like Mahoney that are buying a jersey and supporting a team. It's also a lot of the players that are complaining about it. And normally, you know, you don't hear a lot about the players kind of unanimously all agreeing on something being terrible. Is it the fabric? It's, so yes. The, the, the problem is that the fabric is see-through in a lot of places. And so... You nuts. You, yeah, I mean, look, it's the baseball player's fault. And I don't mean to victim blame here, but I'm going to. It's their fault for having so much cake. You know what? You, you got a booty like that. No. People are going to be looking. The, the new- I love a baseball butt. That's what I mean. Everybody does. Everyone loves a baseball butt. And the person that was designing the uniforms maybe just went a little too far. So I think Fanatics clear took- leggings for men at this pretty moment? Much. <laughs> pretty much. That is the, the only equivalent. The <laughs> baseball <laughs> pants are yoga pants for men. Uh-huh. It's so funny, too, because you always know when a girl is wearing, sorry, it's the facts, whenever you're wearing cheap leggings, or this is actually, I don't even know if they make cheap leggings like this anymore, but whenever they would bend over and you could still see everything yeah. and you would have to do the bend over check. Yeah. <laughs> Before you left the house, it's like, oh my God, can you see my thong through this? Uh, yeah, if you, if you would bend over and say, uh, maybe they've gotten better with those over they the have. years. Lululemon well, can- was the one that was the, like, because you were paying so much for those leggings and then you could just see straight up b-hole. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, but the fan, Fanatics is the one who took over, I believe, the production for it and the quality. Again, like Fanatics so many things that we've cheap. seen. It is. And you're like, why would they outsource this to them to produce for, you know, the major league levels? And it just feels cheap. It feels like they're they're cutting corners. And even the like the layout of the names and the numbers this season for a, a lot of the teams is just trashy, man. Like I am actually... Uh, going to return the jersey that Good. I bought. You are. Be- oh yeah, wow. and I don't return. You know me. I don't return, don't return anything. Literally anything. But I'm so disappointed in this jersey that uh, I I will 100 percent return it. And uh, they they just need to do better. You know, like when you're when you you if you have your value version that you can buy, sure for like 
$20. But if I'm spending $300 on the pro-level jerseys and this is what's being represented out on the field by the players, that, that ain't right. But there is a lot of players that are being very vocal about this. I haven't seen any announcement from Major League Baseball about a change coming to the jer- jersey. So I guess a little bit of a one-two punch here. If, you, uh, if you're thinking about buying some of the jerseys, Mahoney would recommend no. But if you are in the market to see some baseball booty, now is the time to do it, friends. Now is the time to become a fan. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Dave and Mahoney. I don't know what this is all about. You just told me to call your dummy. There's nothing you can say they haven't heard before. Leave us a message by calling 833-YO-DUMMY. Please leave a message after the tone. But I don't know if you know, but Jeff wears a size 14 shoe. So maybe that has something to do with it. Just saying. Message deleted. He's talking about Jeff Bezos. He wears a size 14 shoe. Really? Wow. If he just happens to be rocking a ham hock, that's just really if unfair. Jeff Bezos is 5'9 with a 14 foot shoe. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> what are you, a clown? <laughs> I mean. Also, Jeff Bezos is he's not. Five, seven. He's 5'7". That's five, what I'm seven. saying. Yeah. He's 5'7". Yeah. So that means he's 5'5". Five, five. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Bezos shoe size. Is I mean, that even on the internet? He's a small guy, but he's especially small when you consider that his ex it, you know, was with Tony Gonzalez, who's just a massive former tight end in the NFL. I mean, Mackenzie Bezos was tall. His ex-wife was tall, was too, she? I thought. Yeah, I mean. It was a size nine shoe. Well, the internet is so funny. Wait, yeah, he, I was going to say, I mean, I'm six foot four, six foot five, and I wear a 12. Maybe a 13 in Brooks. Oh, my God. I love that this woman, like, where did you get that information? And and I love that you were so confident in that info that you called in and were like, hey, Jeff uh, Bezos has got a hammer. Also, it doesn't matter. I mean, he's the, one of the richest men in the world. You don't have to have a hammer. You can look like me. Right. If you have a billion dollars, right. the most beautiful people in the world will be fawning over you. Always. Please leave a message after the tone. Are there any downsides to having a radio show? Message deleted. I mean, yeah. the... The well, nightmares. It's the nightmares. You have nightmares. Yeah, the nightmares of like saying a word that we're not allowed to say on air, dead air, board problems. Like I get those oh, nightmares. Those Showing up late for work. Those go away. Yeah. They, dude. Those, those I don't go, know. Those go away. They do. <laughs> they do. You don't have never, like the dead air never dream anymore. Oh <laughs> I no. I just had. I had a dream that we got like ranked seventh the other day, and it's like uh, still like absolutely oh, that's just. Not- that was a nightmare. That's that was pretty a nightmare. good. I feel like that should have been <laughs> wow. a dream. No, wow. no. see, I'm too, I'm too, compe- I'm too competitive for that. <laughs> it's like one or nothing. <laughs> like, no, no way. I like legit had a dream, and I think I asked about our ratings every single day for two weeks, wondering when those ratings were going to come out, so that I could confirm or deny that dream was yeah, me manifesting. It, a- it, it wasn't true. We were sixth. <laughs> no, <laughs> sweating. Even if you got everything you wanted, you wouldn't know what to do. Message deleted. I think that is a hundred percent true. I mean, like, you say that, like, if I got everything that I wanted, I'm at a point in my life where I don't know what I want. I'm still, like, I don't know. I mean, I just want to be kind of happy and content. That's the only thing I know that I want. But, like, when you're talking about material goods and stuff, I'm like, if you're talking, like, I think part of the problem is that as soon as he said, if you got everything you wanted, you still wouldn't know what you want. The fact that we all just instantly thought about money as opposed to like just being happy and content as being the answer may be some of the issue. Like, I, I, if I got everything I wanted, I don't even know if I could buy happiness. So, but, but I, I, mean, try. I think though that, especially <laughs> in the times where like my family made like, we'll say $100,000 a year and we were able to get a brand new house and support my mom, who's a stay at home mom, and three kids, like that just doesn't exist anymore. So, whenever I think of happiness, it attributes to my comfortability that comes from money. Absolutely. You know, like, I think that that's a huge part. Like, I'm like, like, what do you mean groceries are $200 for, like, 
toilet paper and cheese. Yeah, no, I mean, it would be really nice to never, ever have to think about money again. It's right. just there. It's taken care of. Like, that is a dream for most of us. Yeah. But it, of course, doesn't buy happiness. I know all sorts of people that have tons of money that it are helps, miserable. Though. It helps. It certainly it helps. helps. Yeah. The people that are like, the money is the root of all evil or money doesn't have, that's just something poor people say. That's just not true. Like, it's, I, being, I, having I, been, is like, you know, you grow up without money, it's like, for people who don't grow up with money, like we all did, didn't grow up with anything. You want to work for like that's the thing. Like you want to work to try to not have to be in a situation like that. Yeah, where you're counting pennies. For I sure. lived in a closet for six months. <laughs> like whenever I think about like what is going to make me happy, it's a queen bed. <laughs> <laughs> you're listening to Dave and Mahoney. So there's a lot of people out there that are big fans of In-N-Out. And I understand that In-N-Out is not all over the country, but because of that, it feels like it has a certain folklore about it where, you know, if you're in a city that doesn't have In-N-Out, but you have friends that live in a city that do have In-N-Out, they won't shut up about how amazing In-N-Out is. Whatever you don't have and it's somewhere else, it's always better than what you currently have. Always. That's how Every it always goes. In fact, Chick-fil-A has that same strategy. Like The time that I want Chick-fil-A the most is Sundays. always on Sundays marketing when it's not available <laughs> but um you know in and out um the, you know they have a, a a cult following and that's not a surprise i mean i'm not a huge fan of in and out i think it's just fine but that's just my personal it's, 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 a, it's a great burger for the price you know i yeah. mean when you're considering that it's cheaper than mcdonald's or burger king would, would not argue yeah. that yep uh they, they they tend to have quality food and it's unique in the way that they you know present themselves they pay their people well too they pay their and you people get good well service. and you get good service right. when you go in and that that is an anomaly in 2024 and certainly with fast food restaurants well the heiress of in and out has revealed what she calls the tragic history of the iconic fast food chain in her book, The Ins and Outs of In-N-Out Burger. And the history includes struggles with drug and alcohol addiction, child abuse, shocking deaths within the family. Like, there is some tea. Yeah, there really is. And I feel like uh, I'm glad that she wrote this book, but can somebody make it a documentary? <laughs> I mean, so, so Snyder took control of In-N-Out in 2010 and inherited full control in 2017. And it, it just surprises me. Like, when you have the individual that has full control of this brand, it's obviously a massive brand. Like, why do you need to put this story out unless you just genuinely want to tell the story of your life and that, that it's not all just sunshine He's and roses? He's worth $6.7 billion. Right. Like, you don't like, need, you're not doing is, it for the money. To me, this seems a little crazy because, again, you control this entire fast food empire. You're a billionaire and... You're spilling tea. Everybody, I think, though, in the year 2024, wants clout in this way. They want their story told. They want to have a story. You know, they want, I mean, and it's a crazy one. I mean, I understand her being like, hey, this could actually make a killing in a documentary or in a book form. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 the deaths are probably going to be a really interesting thing to touch on. Otherwise, like, what is happening? You just have normal life? I like that they also <laughs> included this detail, like along with all of the drug and alcohol addiction and abuse and shocking deaths, the book yeah, also- but I mean, like, that's everyone's life. I know. Like, that's so funny. That's what I think that is so alarming about this is that, like, sure, like, everybody's got a drunk parent or uncle or, mm -hmm. you know, whatever, grandpa. And then drug abuse, like, this whole thing, child abuse, like, that's unfortunate. But, like, there's a lot of people, like, I grew up in where people were having to go outside and pick their own switches in order to get spanked. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like and then that, that's why I think they threw in this next very important detail, which is 
The book also unveils the secret recipes behind in and out fan favorite items that have remained unchanged for the past 70 years. Oh, it's, yeah, God. so all the normal fanfare of, you know, the child abuse the and the drug The spread is just and, Thousand Island dressing yeah, like thousand. it is everywhere else. <laughs> exactly. I don't know, man. It just feels like a grab for something that's like, hey, look, I'm just like you. Look at my billionaire life. Isn't this so shocking that I have drug and and uh, alcohol and child view? Like, I, my daddy spanked me, like, whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. Like, it just feels like, hey, look at all of this, but also murder. Mm-hmm. That's a wrap. Well, it's about time. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. At Dave and Mahoney. They're everywhere. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Listen anytime and on demand at Dave and Mahoney. Dot, 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 dot com.